If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome to another expert episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. Today, I have the incredible Gabby Picciarelli, who is a holistic health teacher. She is a healer. She is just such a beautiful human being who has made it her mission to help heal others. And she has such an amazing story. She works with some incredible clients. And she came on the show today to talk all about the energy of heartbreak. You hear all the time people will say after a breakup that it physically hurts to go through heartbreak. And so she talks about why that is, why we feel emotional pain in certain parts of our body, this physical, mental, emotional connection that we all have. We talk about how energy can really get trapped in the body in the form of emotions, and that's why we tend to get stuck in things like anger, resentment, betrayal, feeling feeling like a victim. So she talks about how to start moving that energy through us so we can heal and get it out of us. Uh, She talks about how to move your ex's energy out of your space. We talk about how to elevate your own energy through what you listen to, what you eat, what you do, how you speak. So We really talk about how to clear out the heartbreak energy and then how to elevate our own energy. So it's a super fascinating episode. I'm so honored that Gabby came on the show to to share her wisdom with all of us. So without further ado, here is the interview with Gabby. Welcome, Gabby, to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you today. I am honored to be here with you, Kendra. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for this conversation today. It's not necessarily something we've talked about on the podcast yet, but I think it's so important. So I'd love if you could start off by just introducing yourself, 
what you do and then what led you to do what you do? I'd love to. My name is Gabby Picciarelli, and I am the founder and creator of a therapy called RPT Health, which stands for Regenerative Pathway Therapy. And I have been practicing all sorts of healing modalities, primarily clavi therapy and reflexology for about the last 14 years. And really, I was um, led along this path, excuse me, um, from my own journey of seeking better health and mending relationships um, personally with myself, with my family. Um, And I think there is no coincidence as to how my body was breaking down in my early 20s and how it, it really related to the quality of my relationships and the quality of Um, my mindset and my psychological state. And so, you know, they say your darkest days end up being your biggest blessing. And I can attest to that. I speak from this experience that, you know, as somebody being in their early 20s, super ill, not knowing what it is and not having any answers, I started along this journey of seeking better health. And, And here we are 14 years later, I changed careers and I really developed this holistic approach to healing not just the physical body, but also your mind, your spiritual, your spirit, um, your psychological states, your emotional states, and everything that is related to your life. So that's a little, a little nugget of how I got here. Yeah. And I think, I think it's so interesting. And it's something that in the last couple of years, I've really been exploring more is the, the connection between, um, our like mental and emotional health and how that connects to our physical health. And even just looking back in hindsight, I was in an abusive relationship. And when that was going on, I was being treated for stomach issues. And the doctor that I was seeing said like, your stomach looks like that of like a 50 year old who's been drinking their whole life. And it's just because of the immense amount of stress that I was under. Um, So just, you know, learning of like, wow, there's so much, our body talks to us and we're going to be talking a lot about that in the episode, but it's such an interesting connection that I feel like isn't talked about enough. Absolutely. And I think that um, I can't wait to dive deep into this and it's so relative and it's so, um, you know, it's so on point to what we'll be talking about and what, what your message is um, around relationships, because I feel really it stems from the relationship with ourself yeah. and the amount of self-love you have for yourself and the stories that you live believing your entire life. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. I, you know how you don't appreciate what your parents teach you until later, but there's, um, (laughs) my parents brought me up in like a very more spiritual-esque religion. And my parents always used to catch, like would almost correct me on how I talked about my health. So, you know, I would say like, oh, I get headaches a lot. And they would say like, maybe you should, you know, kind of like think about how you talk about your body. And my parents are very much like our mind can do a lot more healing than we give it credit for when it comes to our bodies and having that optimism and things. And my dad's 85 and is in like the health of like a 50 year old. So, um, amazing. Yeah. So it's interesting growing up with that too. And then, you know, everything coming full circle with this. I'm just going to share a really quick story really yeah. quickly because I don't want to take up too much time with this, but I read a book 
called As a Man Thinketh by James Allen every single day. And I just open the book and it's always in my purse. It's I have a copy by my bedstand. It's always with me. And I recommend that everybody buy this. It's literally 26 pages and it's so light. You can carry it with you. And every day I study and I read a few of these pages from this book, whatever page opens, I choose a number, whatever comes to you, just open the book and start reading it. And the other day I um, had a cut on my toe and it was such a deep cut that I'm, I'm constantly barefoot because I do a lot of grounding and I just love to, to feel my feet barefoot on the ground. And the cut started getting really sort of infected. And I did everything holistically to help the wound. And I put tea tree oil and all sorts of, you know, solves that I have that I make. And it just wasn't quite healing. It would heal a little bit, then get a little worse. And I was going through this for about a week. And I said, okay, this is really not good because now I feel it sort of affecting my body. And this is, you know, sort of the last thing that you want. And so I decided it kept me up all night, one night, all night. It was throbbing. It was hot. It was so painful. I could barely touch the sheet to it. And I decided I was going to open this book in the middle of the night and read whatever page came to me. And it essentially was in the chapter about wellness and about how you can heal your body. And the entire night, because I was up already, I decided instead of worrying about my toe and that perhaps I had to go into a walk-in clinic the next day, I was going to say, my toe is in perfect health. And when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to look at it and it's going to be totally healed. And so help me God, I woke up in the morning and my toe was completely healed, completely. It was closed. I mean, I went around that whole day showing people my toe because I couldn't believe what just happened. And, you know, I, although this has nothing to do with what we're going to be talking about today, but it does indirectly because it's your body and you can heal your body just by changing your thoughts. And so I just wanted to offer that um, bit of inspiration. Also that resource of As a Man Thinketh, it's an incredible book. It was written in 1903. So can you imagine that's also something so extraordinary for me that since that time, people are studying this. So change your thoughts, change your life. It is really true. I think, yeah. And I think it has so much to do with, with heartbreak and breakups. And I tell people to really watch those conversations they have of, I'm never going to find someone. I'm like I said, anytime you're using never or always, or all of those kind of terms in the negative way of, I'm never going to find love again. I'll never find someone as good. Like you'll start to believe it the more, the more you say it. So just being able to like catch it and say like, this isn't true. You know, things always pass. We always heal. Cuts always heal. Broken bones heal. Broken hearts heal. Totally. And I just wanted to offer this analogy as well, because sometimes, you know, when you talk about energy and we talk about the energy of our thoughts and how they create a certain outcome in your body or in your relationship or whatever it is that you seek and desire, I sort of put it in this way when I treat my clients and when I speak to people. Every time you say, I will never find somebody who is in alignment with what I love, I will never find, you know, whatever it is that you programmed your subconscious to believe, think of it this way. You are putting yourself one step further away from what you actually want. So if there is this ideal relationship that you have clarified and you know exactly what it looks like and you literally can see it as though it's playing a movie in your mind and you're clear about it every time you say 
that's not for me, or I will never find that. Think about yourself taking one step away from that. Yeah. And that's the exact opposite of what, you know, you want, what you want to create for yourself, how you want to heal yourself. So why don't we just reprogram the energy of your thoughts to say it's on its way. I'm so excited for it. I'm so excited. I cannot wait, which leads me into this segue where if you're looking for a relationship of a certain energetic level, because essentially that is what attracts one person to the other. You have to remember that if you were in a past relationship where there is something that you really did not enjoy, did not like, you were heartbroken, there was something that didn't match your values, you've got to stop and consider what part of that also resides in me. What part of that is a part of myself that I don't want to heal or I don't want to confront or perhaps I don't want to ever show. So that, that piece itself is you have to be the person that you're looking for. If you're looking for, you know, a funny, successful, loving partner, you've got to be that partner too. You've got to be that energy. Think of it as two numbers that are looking for each other. Like if you're operating at a three, you're at a two in a scale of one to 10, let's say, and 10 is like amazing, joyful, free-spirited, just, you know, happy and fulfilled. And you're at a two, but you're looking for a 10. You've got to up-level your game in some way. You've got to find the energy within yourself to say, look it, I need to be there because a 10 and a two, and this has nothing to do whether you're better or worse. This is just an energy frequency number or a scale. You know, they're worlds apart. And the opposite is also true. So if you're a 10, you know, but you're attracting somebody down at a two, like there is this dissonance, this part that doesn't jive, that doesn't blend. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I had a mentor of mine when I was single, she had me, and this is something I have people do in one of my courses, but she had me write down everything I wanted in a partner. And then she had me write down what action am I going to take to start attracting that kind of a partner? So, you know, for me, it was someone that was for, I'm just thinking of an example, like I really wanted someone who enjoyed live music and going to museums and reading and like someone that was cultured. Um, so she's like, you better start reading. You better start like going out to museums because how are you going to attract that? And it also reminds me of, I had a client call last night and the client I was working with was really frustrated with how her last few dating situations have happened. And she said, I don't know what's wrong. I feel like I have it all. I have a job. She's like, I feel like I have all the things that would attract it. And I said, you do. I said, it's not that it, it's, I said, I would bet it's one of your beliefs that you have that's bringing your energy down and you're attracting someone based on your beliefs, not based on if you have a job or if you, you know, are good looking or things like Absolutely. that. It's like, what do you believe about yourself? And then what do you believe about relationships? And not only that, but if you're asking yourself, why not me? What's wrong with me? Our brain, the way it's designed, it's remember, it's a very old mechanism. And I say this in all sorts of interviews and podcasts that I'm on related to different subjects around health, but it's all the same because your brain is wired to really protect you, to defend you, right? In case to look for potential danger or things in the environment that might be dangerous. And so if you're asking yourself a question, you're wiring your brain to say, 
for example, poor questions like what's wrong with me? Why not me? You're wiring your brain to say, because you don't deserve it, because you're stupid, because you're this, because you're fat, because you're whatever. And that's how your brain reacts to these stupid questions. If you want to elevate and really understand and get out of that loop, you've got to start asking better questions like, what can I do to help myself? What do I need to know? What am I missing? What course do I need to sign up for? You know, do I need to look for higher frequency foods? Do I need to change my diet, my environment? And then your brain starts saying, oh, geez, yeah, you know what? Then the creative solutions start coming instead of this negative loop that holds you down at a two. Can you talk a little bit about how to elevate your energy in that way? Like, well, so for, I'm going to just share a quick example of Gabby and I were talking a couple of weeks ago and I was talking to her about how I have Hashimoto's, which is like a thyroid disease that affects my throat. And she was like, see those necklaces that you're wearing that are constricting your throat? She's like, get those off. You need to release your thyroid, release your neck. And you gave me some tips on opening my windows, moving, like fluffing my pillows. And I've been doing that and it has made such a big difference. So even the littlest things make such a big difference. For sure. Um, You know, going back to everything being energy, like this is nothing woo-woo about it. This is science. Like we can actually quantify the amount of energy in anything, in anything, whether it's an object, a person, you know, a glass of water, whatever it is. And so going back to this whole principle of attracting things that are of a higher frequency, of a higher energy, you've got to be in line in everything you do. So think of your life as a full spectrum, everything you eat, everything you surround yourself with, everything you put on your body, all the music you listen to, everything, all the conversations you have, everything has to be of that level, of that similar level. Like if we're looking, let's say for like, let's go high, let's aim high here, because I know if you're listening to this, you're somebody who wants more. So let's aim for like a nine. We're looking for nine out of 10 vitality health relationships. Well, what is a person who, you know, has all that, who is healthy and vibrant and funny and energetic and a positive do? I'm willing to bet that their rituals are very similar. And I've studied this across, you know, the 14 years that I've been doing this type of work. And it's all the same. There's these patterns of rituals that these high achieving, high performing professional athletes that I work with do. And, you know, whether we're talking about relationships here or whether, you know, in the next two hours, I'll be talking about something else. This is all like we mentioned before, it's all the same. So the principles are the same. When you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing that you do? Do you fill your mind with, you know, the news or the, you know, maybe scrolling on Instagram or what is it? How do you start your day? That's the very, very first thing that I'd like to talk about, because how you start your day, I promise you, is the tone for the rest of your day. So if you're now scrolling and perhaps you see something about your ex or you see something that you're not loving or it gives you this emotional feeling in your chest like you can't breathe, well, what's going to happen for the rest of the day is you're going to carry that emotion, that thought, those subconscious programming feelings with you throughout the entire day. I would recommend instead you wake up in the morning, first of all, you open the windows, you let the natural light come in and say five things out loud that you are grateful for. What are you grateful for today? 
That's the first thing. The second thing is fill your mind up with something useful, something that is going to bring you closer to that nine or have you act like a person who is at a nine or a 10, meaning that these high performers, high achievers, people in beautiful relationships, beautiful states of living, turn to their partner or make a phone call to somebody and say, you know what, you mean so much to me, whether it's a friend or your coach or whatever it is, send a text that uplifts someone else. I promise you, your own state will be lifted immediately. And then listen to something, whether it's calming music or something that brings you joy. Like there are playlists, Kendra can supply all of this. She, she yeah. provides all this incredible information with playlists that lift you up. It's scientifically proven that if we listen to certain frequency of music, like in her playlist, it will raise your vibration. And that's what we're trying to do here when you're looking for something more, something better. Yeah. Then I would I, recommend. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was just going to share a tip because I, for the longest time, was so guilty of turning over and looking at my phone right when I woke up. And I kept using the excuse of, oh, my phone's my alarm clock. So I bought a $30 alarm clock on Amazon and it's one that like mimics the sunrise. So it's even, it's like super pleasant. wakes me up with birds. And I put my phone, I charge my phone in the other room. So that way it's like, absolutely. I do like five different things, meditate, read, journal, do my um, gua sha, my face. Like I have my rituals and then I go to my phone. So I just want to share that because it's so tempting if your phone is right by your bed. Absolutely. Absolutely. It would be, you know, again, it's a programming that you just grab it and you say, oh, I'm just going to turn off the alarm clock. And then not even knowing you just all of a sudden end up on Instagram. Yeah. How did that even happen? Or in your yeah. in inbox, you know? So I love that. Like charge the phone and not only that, but even the frequency of charging an electronic next to your bed is not the greatest for your energy field. So the fact that you can, you know, kill two birds with one stone, have yeah. your phone in another room is fantastic. The next thing is I just like to quickly talk about is your diet and how you nourish your body. Because if you are looking for more in any area of your life, you must also nourish your body with the fuel, that octane. So think about your body like a sports car. It really is the most incredible piece of machinery you own. You wouldn't go to a gas station that's all falling apart that, you know, provides unrefined gasoline for your car, because then what would happen? You'd have to bring in your poor car into service. It would cost you money. It would cost you time. The same for our bodies. Why don't we have that same kind of idea about and the thought around how we fuel our body? I, for example, do intermittent fasting every morning, so I don't eat till 12 or 1. Um, and it works well for me you can try it on for size. I, I encourage people to try things to see what works for your own body to elevate yourself. Straight away in the morning, I'll drink one liter of room temperature water. And I recommend this for everybody. You need to hydrate right from when you put your feet on the ground. Have that glass of water sitting on your bedstand so that when you get up, you can just take it right away. It's right there. It's room temperature. It's waiting for you. And the more hydrated we are, it's been proven our brains are you know, 80% water. If we're not properly hydrated, the quality of our thoughts, which lead to the quality of our relationships suffers. So hydration and the quality of your food, the frequency of your food, anything that is alive, that has color, that can be picked, that is comes from the ground, from mother nature, 
is naturally of a higher frequency than something that's packaged, fried, frozen, whatever it is. So if you have the chance, the opportunity to eat fresh juices, fresh vegetables, I would recommend that and try it again on for size. Do it for five days just to see how your body feels. Because if you don't try it, you'll never know. And what if that's exactly what your body needed for your eyes to be open, literally and figuratively, and for you to see with a different lens? Yeah. So, yeah, not to mention like how cooking for yourself is a huge act of self love. Absolutely. I've had to realize how much my food level is connected to my mood. If I'm over hungry or dehydrated is a big one for me. Um, I know it and I know it can be tempting to turn to like extra caffeine to get you through the days. But just, you know, for me, I realize like if I have more than my one cup of coffee, I, I don't get more energized. I get anxious and that's not good for me. So I think it's like we all have different reactions to different foods and, and things. And just because someone else doesn't, doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So just being like taking it as the opportunity to listen to how you feel. Totally. And it's just like, you know, to listen how you feel when you absorb certain types of media or certain music or being in the company of certain people, how does that make you feel? Like, do you feel energized or do you feel depleted and sort of down and depressed after being in the company of somebody? I mean, it's the same thing here. Like if you've eaten a meal and you say, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Let me reach for a cup of coffee just to bring myself up. Before you do anything, have a glass of water. Likely that food, or even if you haven't eaten and you just feel tired, you are dehydrated. You're thirsty, not hungry, not tired. So exactly what you're saying. I mean, all of these things matter. Why? Because the clearer our mind is, the clearer our body is, and the more we can see and feel and be aware and have the energy, really have the energy to love ourselves and to love others the way we want. And I think for those that are struggling to see the connection between water and food and your physical and then your emotional, just imagine a night after not getting sleep. Speaking for myself, I'm very short fused. Um, I get frustrated so easily. I'm, I'm very impatient. Um, I'm emotional. <laughs> uh, I'm very, I'm like way more emotional. So it's the same thing with if we're not fueling ourselves correctly. Totally, totally. And, you know, even just like, um, like you mentioned, to have a journal and to journal everything that you feel that you've eaten, have a log of, you know, because sometimes we don't remember what we had yesterday. And that's, that's quite normal. I mean, there's so much going on for all of us that why not write it down and then make these correlations? It's really the self-awareness and the self-love. These are all acts of self-love is spending some time for yourself and cooking for yourself and, you know, buying something of a higher quality of food and taking the time to make it perhaps than just quickly going through a drive-through or something else. And, you know, going back to this whole idea of, <clears throat> excuse me, energy, energy is not just in the food the music that we listen to, but it's in your environment. So I just want to touch on, you know, how does your space look? In these times, we are spending probably more time at home and we're surrounded by, you know, the four walls that perhaps we could have easily gotten away from or been distracted doing other things. Now we're, you know, more homebound for some. And I just want to offer this other little 
tidbit of help is look around your space and see what really makes you feel alive or what brings you joy. Or, you know, when you look at something, an article or an article of clothing or a piece of artwork or whatever it is that you have in your home, is it associated? Is it related to something of the past, a relationship of the past? perhaps the person that gave it to you, their their intention for that gift for you. If you don't absolutely love it, and when you look at it, you say, wow, that person gave that to me, or I bought that out of total joy and total happiness, that brings me so much, you know, fulfillment, and it uplifts me, then I would suggest to get rid of it, pass it on, donate it, or you know, whatever it is, but just get it out of your home, get it out of that sacred space, your home is sacred. That's the place that you feel safe. You feel protected. You feel that you can rest. You rejuvenate in these four walls. I mean, it is so important to know that everything in there is either lifting you up or messing with that level of energy that we talked about in the beginning. Yeah. And I think those that, you know, are regular listeners will remember a few weeks ago when we had on the organizer, but it's, you know, it's the same thing. And it's like, it's either, a, you know, we can look at organization as clearing chaos and chatter, but it's also very much tied to energy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I also wanted to make sure that we got a chance to talk about how energy exists in the body, specifically someone that's going through heartbreak. I mean, I remember going through heartbreak where it physically hurt me. Like I physically felt like I was having a heart attack, um, that like my stomach was caving in on itself. Um, and 
And I'd love if you could talk about what happens in the body when we go through heartbreak or trauma or, you know, something that would seem more emotional. How does it affect us physically? Definitely. So just like tying this all up, and I think I love how our conversation is flowing, but just to tie this all up about like your home and the energy of your food and all of this, it's all related. And so this is why I think that home piece is really important because I just want to share a quick story about that. When I come into people's homes, if I'm treating them in their home, if I look around just quickly, I have this innate capacity, this intelligence to look around their home and to be able to tell what psychological state they are in. And it has to do with the energy of that organization. It's not just because it looks pretty and it's organized and it's, you know, well-maintained. It has nothing really to do with that. It's the movement of the articles in an organized way that tells me that their capacity to organize even their environment, their thoughts is the same. It's a mirror. If you have a disorganized home, a disorganized car, there's always things all over the place. Please. The first thing you need to do when you finish listening to this is organize this, get rid of it, declutter, declutter your car, go wash your car, just take pride and and love in, in these spaces, in these environments. And it's the same thing for our physical body. If there's a part of your body that hurts, like Kendra mentioned, it's a physical hurt, like your heart is breaking, it's so sore, you feel devastated. We have I want to share with you this, that we have the capacity to heal ourselves. We truly do, not just from a mental standpoint, the way we think, but also within our hands. All of our hands are like healing tools. And if you want to expand on that to understand why is it that my throat closes up when I need to say something or I can't express myself fully and I get choked up and I and then I feel so terrible and I beat myself up later on that I didn't defend my position or I didn't say how I truly felt. That area of your body needs an injection of your own energy, your own energy from your own healing hands. And so we could go on and on about this, but for time's sake, whether it's just literally touching that area of your body, first of all, rubbing your hands together to create the heat, to create the energetic flow of your hands, and then touching your throat if you can't speak, touching your heart or your low back if your hips are sore, if your knees are sore, touch those areas of your body and literally repeat to yourself certain mantras, certain mantras, certain words, certain thoughts. I just want to provide you with an affirmation that you can use today. And it is, I express the energy of unconditional love to all people and all things in my life, including myself. I give myself this unconditional love by touching myself, by healing my own body with my own hands. If you cannot express yourself verbally, I see this in a pattern and you can't say what you want to say and you feel like you're being choked. First of all, take away any necklaces or anything that is around your throat immediately, just for this experiment. Do a little experiment on yourself and see how you feel. The second thing is put on some incredible music that Kendra has on her playlist, the uplifting type of music and sing out loud. Open up that vocal area, that center, that chakra, and literally sing with the music out loud though, so that your ears can also hear it because that sends different brain messages throughout your entire body. You actually open the energetic channels, not just of your throat, 
but all the way down into your toes. It's like a vibrational healing, essentially. So that, your heart, that will all open that respiratory area. Those two areas for me, from my experience, are the two energetic centers that are most congested in people that are either looking for a better relationship or have come out of a traumatic relationship or whatever it is, or a relationship has ended. And I would really highly suggest that you just start focusing on those two areas. The singing has helped me tremendously in just opening. And that's something that I've struggled with my whole life of not being able is, yeah, my throat feels like it's closing up when I know I have to say something important or difficult or somewhat confrontational. And same with my heart and my stomach is also like, my stomach is like usually a big indicator of what what's going on for me. Do you find that like moving your body and like exercise is also a way to clear out that energy? Of course, 100%. I mean, movement is life, is, is energy. We are energy in motion. Life is everything that is in motion. And if it's not moving and growing, it's dying. And so this is why the topic of energy and relationships to me is just so fascinating because number one, I also believe that the quality of your life is the quality of your relationships. So if there is an area of opportunity that you can elevate those relationships and bring everything up to a nine so that everything is in sync, I mean, your life will just be incredible. And it's not to say that it's not right now. Perhaps you are just on that journey of arriving, of understanding and getting there. And the destination is beautiful, but the journey is even more beautiful. And I think that, you know, getting outside and moving, and even if it's not being, you know, super aggressive in your workouts, like doing CrossFit or something really high intensity, if you just have 20 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour, whatever you can dedicate realistically, but on a consistent basis to get out and just to move your body, even just walking is so incredible. Walking in nature, walking, moving your body, keeping your back really straight, your head up, breathing in and looking out with a new perspective and programming literally as though you're programming your piece of software because that's what it is is like taking out certain old softwares and updating it we update our laptops and our devices every like 60 days why not upgrade yeah. the software of our brain you know <laughs> so get outside and put on again something that's inspiring whether it's a podcast like this or music whatever it is and just get out there and move your body when you come in and you sit back in the same chair in the same position, I promise you, you're going to have new thoughts, new energy, new frequency. And if yeah. you don't have the time to get out, even just in your home doing, I have this thing, if I'm stuck and I'm writing something and I can't get creative or I can't come up with something that's, you know, something new, I do a hundred jumping jacks right in my home. Yeah. And right away, I feel like, okay, this is good. As you're talking about this, I'm imagining the times in my life. And I know a lot of people who are going through a breakup can relate to this, but you're feeling down. You get stuck in this like negative thought pattern of, you know, talking badly about yourself or just thinking about your ex and all you want to do. And then sometimes all you end up doing is just sitting on your couch thinking. And then we expect our own thoughts to be able to like solve that for us when it's like, if we were to get up and put on some music, walk outside, 
move around. It's like, it's, it, I think we, we sometimes think that we'll never get out of a certain thought pattern because we're just sitting in it instead of doing a pattern interrupt, something to change the pattern of our thoughts. And while I think it's very important to sit in our feelings, it's also so, so important to take actions, small actions, like you're, you know, nothing you're talking about is this huge life change. It's all very small, but just getting around, like standing up and tidying your place for five minutes. I'll do that if I'm feeling stuck or just walking outside and like taking a couple of deep breaths. So something like that. I'm a huge fan of sending a nice text to someone. I think that's a huge way to change my thoughts. But if you're someone that is just sitting around wondering why things aren't changing, it's typically because things aren't changing. You're not changing anything. Not only that, but I think that you know, think about it this way. If it weren't you in this position and it were somebody else, your good friend or your sister or whoever it is that, you know, somebody meaningful in your life or even not, wouldn't it be so incredible if you were sitting on your couch in this negative thought pattern, feeling sorry for yourself, crying? And I agree with you too. I feel like you know, these, these moments of deep sorrow or um, pain are also our biggest lessons and our biggest blessings, really. However, in that moment, the biggest and the most impactful change will come by doing something for somebody else immediately in that moment. Imagine that were you sitting on that couch feeling sorry for yourself and suddenly your phone beeps and you have this incredible text short. Hey, Kendra, how are you? I'm thinking about you, heart. I mean, gosh, what is that little text that took you, you know, 10 seconds to send? How would that change your state in that, in that very moment? It would, it would change you tremendously. And I think that if that's you, that is perhaps listening to this and you feel so down and you feel like you will never find love again. First of all, I want to give you the encouragement and the love from my heart to yours that you are worthy of all the love and you will find love. But first, why not start that energetic karmic circle of giving before you can receive. Yeah. And why not give love to somebody, even if it's not on a romantic level, but on, you know, from your heart to a friend, to your family, whoever is hardest to love, why not send them right now, either a voice note or a little text saying, Hey, just thinking about you. It's huge. It's huge. huge. It will change you from being in that two all the way up into that nine. Because the secret of living is giving. It really is. The secret of incredible relationships, incredible partnerships, marriages, whatever it is, is not what you've received, but what you've given. What have you given to the relationship? That's the secret of of an incredible life. I think so much of our mental anguish comes about obsessively thinking about ourselves. Exactly. That's like- Exactly. It's when I'm constantly thinking about what am I not getting? What am I missing? What could I be better at? It's all like me, 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 I, I, I. And it gets exhausting. It gets very exhausting and it gets really dark in my head. So by just being out and paying attention to other things, I'll catch if someone needs help loading something, I'll hold the door, I'll return someone's cart, you know, I'll return a mom's cart who's got her hands full. Things like that will automatically stop you from thinking about yourself for just a moment and will give you this sense of like present moment clarity. I joined a lot of volunteer organizations when I 
went through my breakups and they helped. I mean, and that's a, that's a big way to do something, but that was a huge game changing thing for me to think about other people. 100% because what it really is, is again, it's, it's taking the focus from yourself and the ego and the I to you and to the people around you, the people who need you, because you are beloved. You are a miracle. Anybody here on this planet listening to this and even not, you know, came from an act of love, first of all, and is a miracle. I mean, if you think about the gift of life and and everything that we have been given, that was given to us. And now it's not for us to sit back and say, what's life going to do for me? It's what are you going to do for life that really impacts your experience of this life? And I think that there is nothing more powerful, especially when you are heartbroken, to find it within yourself to change that up for, for you and your, your energy, your relationships and say, you know what? No, I need to do something for somebody in me. I recognize and I, I honor where I am in my life. But right now, I think I could find it within my heart to do something for somebody else. Yeah, that was a, a big game changer for me. And I, as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking... I want to make sure that I clarify that it's very important to ask yourself what you need to feel supported. And it's really important to pay attention to your needs and how you need to be supported. When it comes to helping others, when you're getting obsessive and down and down a really dark spiral of like how you're feeling about you, that's the time. You know, I'm not saying like never think about you and never pay attention to your feelings and your needs. It's when you start feeling down about you, that's a time to turn to someone else. 100%. And I also think that by doing that, like I quickly mentioned, it just starts that whole energetic loop of giving and receiving. It's like there has to be a down for there to be an up. What goes up must come down. It's the same thing. As you give, you receive. As you give someone love, you're also receiving your blessing, first of all, the fact that you can, blessing yourself, the fact that you have done that for somebody else. It's this incredible, it's the law of nature of existence. It's, you know, the law of attraction, really. You know, there's, I feel there's this piece in the law of attraction that is missing. And that is that you must do and be what it is that you are seeking. Yes. Yeah, I completely agree. And I remember when I was 21, getting sober, full of self-hatred, I asked someone, how do I get, how do I get self-esteem? And someone said, you get it by doing esteemable acts. That's the only way to get self-esteem. It's not going to come from your job. It's not going to come from like a certain weight. It's going to come by doing esteemable things. And for me, that meant showing up for myself, keeping a nice, you know, making my bed, keeping a nice space, having good relationships, showing up for my friends, being a good daughter, helping other people. Like that's how I got self-esteem. It did not come from starting a business. It did not come from getting a ring on my finger. It came from doing esteemable acts. That is incredible. That just gave me goosebumps all over. (laughs) That is amazing. Esteemable acts. Totally. And like I sort of touched on, it's as you give, you also receive. And this um, feeling is really ultimately also, and it, it's an act of self-love that you've found it within yourself to do something for somebody else, even though you felt so desperate and so lonely and so sad, but you rose above that and you said, no, this is a time for me. If I'm going to change my life and I'm going to change the way 
everything is perceived according to this lens that I'm wearing currently. I need to get out of this. And just remember, friends, if you're feeling a two and you want to get to a nine, the first thing to do is to do something for somebody else. That shows love for yourself. That is literally an act of self-love. And love is the glue that holds us together. So if we can love on somebody else without asking anything in return, no strings attached, doing it from the goodness of our heart, esteemable acts, I promise you it's one little step in the right direction. And all these subtle, subtle changes, subtle things that we talked about over time, they stack, they stack and they become more ingrained. They become part of your life. They become your rituals and they become eventually how you live your life. They become non-negotiables. So waking up, being hydrated, eating high frequency foods, moving your body, healing your body through your own healing hands or finding somebody who can energetically heal you, whether it's through massage or acupuncture or anything that again, works with your physiology, that works with your spirit, that you feel energized after is an act of self-love. Yeah. I, I, it's, I'm so glad we're able to tie this all together in such a beautiful way, because I always joke, like sometimes I'll get DMS where people say, how do I heal from a breakup? And I'm like, there's so many things because you're right. From the moment you wake up till the time you go to bed, there are thousands of opportunities to heal from a breakup. What you choose to eat, if you choose to drink water, if you choose to move your body, if you choose to connect with someone else, like there are so many opportunities throughout every day that allow us to heal. And I think, you know, it's not just healing the breakup, the relationship, the past. I think it's healing our future. It's bringing that sense of healing into what is to come. Trust me, you don't just want to sweep it under the rug and look for the next best thing and hope yeah. for, you know, the most romantic, loving kind, perfect relationship, you truly want to heal yourself as hard as it is, because I promise you, it's not going to be easy work, but it's going to be so fulfilling and it will be for the long term. It will be something that you don't have to perhaps go through again, or you will be able to share this knowledge with somebody who is also in the state that you might be in currently. What a blessing. I'm sure you can attest to this, but what happens, speaking from very personal experience, what happens when you don't heal it, it does not go away. It just, it comes out sideways in another situation. So it just doesn't go away. And I loved what you just said about being able to help someone else, because the toughest things that I've had to go through in my life are now things that I you know, and it obviously started happening on a much bigger scale when I started Breakup Bestie. But the first time that someone asked me, like, what do I'm in an abusive relationship? What do I do? I need to get sober. What do I do? The first time I was able to help someone else through that automatically made everything I have gone through worth it. Well, it makes it add such purpose and fulfillment and love to your life because I think there is no greater joy than to help somebody else. We are here to love and serve. We truly are. And when you can love yourself unconditionally enough to heal yourself and then to pass it along and be a light for somebody else, I mean, that is, in my opinion, the reason why we're here, the reason why we're having these conversations, the reason why perhaps you're going through something really painful is to rise from the ashes and to be able to then share this with somebody else in your future who will need to hear you and hear your story 
and for you to help somebody else. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think that's a beautiful place to, to end this. Um, I feel like I have seen us both get watery eyed during, during this interview, but, um, that was so beautiful. And, and I, I'm feeling inspired from our conversation. I imagine people listening out there. So after you get off this, tidy up your place, organize, and then send a text to someone else saying what you love about them. Um, Absolutely. Well, can you share with people where they can find you, learn more about you and your work, um, follow you on social media? Of course. So again, my name is Gabby Picciarelli and my handle on Instagram, Facebook is at Gabby. I'm going to spell it out because it's a little bit long, but it's G-A-B-Y-P-I-C-C-I-R-I-L-L-I. Gabby Picciarelli. My website is www.rpt.health. And I'd be happy to connect with anybody who needs any help or just needs to feel inspired to move their life in the right direction. I mean, Kendra here is just such a ray of of sunshine for everybody. And I feel inspired speaking to people like this who have gone through the depths of their own pain and have risen up and have allowed that to be their purpose in their life. So thank you for having me. It's just such an honor to to share this time with you. Oh, thank you. That was so sweet. And I, I feel the same about you. I hope everyone connects with you. The work you do is incredible. And I know we didn't, we like only touched on a, you know, a small piece of what you do today. So um, I hope everyone goes and learns more. All the links will be in the notes below. So thanks so much again, Gabby. Thank you. Thank you. Sending love to everybody listening here. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie, where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.